Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Jeff Kageris with Cool Springs and Donaldson Eye Care. We've proudly served the Middle Tennessee community for the last 26 years, and I want you to know we really appreciate you. Having an annual comprehensive eye health and vision exam is so important to the health of your eyes. From signs of diabetes, glaucoma, and cataracts, we're looking for it all. Don't let another day go by. Schedule your annual eye health and vision exam at Cool Springs or Donaldson Eye Care. From the in-office studios of his eye care practices in Nashville, Tennessee, it's As I See It with Dr. Jeff Kegaris, your source for eye care education and receiving the type of patient relationship you deserve. It is time for a patient revolution. And now, your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. Welcome this week to As I See It. I'm really excited today because I'm going to learn some things that I probably, for good reason, don't know that much about. <laughs> but um, I'm excited to talk about eyelashes, not just the eyelashes that we diagnose problems with or loss of, but particularly how do you make them look long and luscious. And I'm here with one of the experts in our office, Renee Tortoro. Hello. Hi there, Renee. How are Hi. you? Doing great. So Renee works uh, both in the front office and is also a uh, certified esthetician, right? Correct. Tough thing yes. to say, right? Spelled yes. funny and all that. But um, that means that she's got a lot of training in this area. And so I've asked her to talk with us so we can educate each other. Mostly she can educate me about some of the issues around making our eyelashes longer and darker. So, Renee, welcome to As I See It. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So we seem to be having this resurgent or a zenith time in the pursuit of longer, darker eyelashes. Why Why the fascination? Um, I think it's fascinating because it comes from wanting to build confidence while also trying to make your like morning routine simpler. People want solutions that are quick and easy, and I think lash extensions bring that to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that makes sense. So it's not just Hollywood, like the Kardashians or somebody like that instigating this or the numerous Instagram photos that say, how could I look better this way? I believe that it definitely, those two things have an impact. Uh, we are constantly being shown through social media and billboards different beauty standards and what we're supposedly supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have these influencers on social media that are doing exactly what their title is and they're influencing and they are sponsored by certain companies that show why you should have certain products or look a certain way. And the people who are subject to it, the, the public who follow them are easily influenced to purchase those. And so I think that also goes with having to look a certain way. So if, Kim Kardashian went and got purple eyelash extensions. There are now millions of other people who also want purple lash extensions. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand. It's, it's being one of the cool kids, huh? Correct. Yeah, yes, gotcha. I've never been one of those. But. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe we all aspire in some way. You know, right, to not... when I grow up, that's what I want to be. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> so let's talk about this. There are a number of ways to make your eyelashes longer or thicker. And let's start with just Simply cosmetics. What are the advantages of just using a mascara brush or eyeliners, if you will, mostly mascara brushes to make my eyelashes longer and thicker? So as far as mascara, that is going to be more so 
something that you can walk into really any store and get. Um, obviously, they have cosmetic stores like Sephora and Ulta that are going to have different varieties of what are considered higher-priced, better products. Um, and then you have, like, your Target and Walgreens that are going to have your more drugstore lines. Um, but as far as just mascara, that's going to – that's more – enhancing your natural look whereas like extensions um kind of just add to it right right it's kind of ramps it up to another notch yeah yes so uh, on cosmetics though with regard to those you said they're target brands and there are um higher end brands Are, are there really a lot of differences do you think with some of those mascaras i yes and no there have been ones where i have gotten that are just not for me. They're uh-huh. either too watery or the brush is way too thick for my kind of lashes or maybe it's too thin. But there's there are some where it's worth it to spend the money, but just because something is worth $42 or is priced at that doesn't necessarily mean that it's better than a Maybelline product. Okay. But. All right. So some of it is, is really your own body anatomy, chemistry, right. if you will, plus there's an economic Right. Level there, right? Correct. Okay. All right. Are they oil-based or water-based or can they be either? They can be either. Um, As far as lashes and lash extensions, you want to stay away from oil-based products. Um, And I kind of have some bullet notes here later on that. Okay. We can talk about that when we talk about eyelash extensions. Right. But there's – it can – you you can have both where there are some – Products can be gel-based or there's, like you said, water-based and there's oil-based ones. But there's all different kinds of products that are on the market. Okay. One of the first things we saw was a move from all the fancy commercials and make your eyelashes longer to actually an eye drop, which was formulated called Latisse. Latisse, as you may know, was originally a side effect that was found from a glaucoma medicine, a prostaglandin drug that we use for glaucoma, that when we put it in the eye, one of the side effects was it made eyelashes longer, and the company that made it said, hey, that's not a bad side effect. I could use that. And And so they reformulated it into a lower concentration, um, rebranded it, put it on the market as a eyelash extender, and that's how Latisse was formed. It's a very, very effective medication as long as you have an existing cilia, okay, a working follicle. If you have the normal kind of regenerative eyelash life cycle, you know, they're formed, they grow, they grow longer, and then at some point after a month and a half to two months maybe, they fall out, they're replaced by new lashes. That's the normal cycle. So what Latisse does is it basically kind of halts that dormant stage and it extends the growth stage so your normal existing lashes just tend to grow for a longer period of time and that's why people end up with a thicker and a longer and darker eyelashes so we've had it actually work so well in some people that they've had to trim their eyelashes because they hit the back of their glasses so it can really be effective and also we have to our opticians are very well trained in how to adjust the glasses so that it doesn't cause a problem there so that's pretty good yeah yeah and it works on eyebrows also which is good as long again uh where it doesn't work is if you're bald and you don't have working (laughs) follicles you can't just smear it on your head and grow hair yeah i mean if somebody's got some free time (laughs) so um so latisse is a little bit pricier than over-the-counter cosmetics 
but many people swear by it. You use it once a day, just in the evening. And then over time, once you get your lashes to the level that you want them, I find most of my patients say, you know, I kind of titrate this and put it on two or three times a week or once every other day or whatever they need to maintain those lashes. And again, most people always ask, well, what happens if I stop it? Well, all my eyelashes fall out. And the answer is no. If you were using it for two years and suddenly you decided, I just don't want to use it anymore, then you know, it'll be a couple of months and that normal lash cycle of falling out, your longer, thicker, darker lashes will be replaced by shorter, thinner, lighter lashes, just like they used to be. So um, no deleterious changes there. We tend to find about three to 5% of people do have some redness or irritation uh, around the site of of, uh, placing the, the medicine, but it's very easy. You just apply it to the base of the top lashes and go to sleep. And then it absorbs in the bottom too. There's something I learned while in aesthetic school Mm -hmm. and it was a reaction is different than a response. Mm -hmm. And so if your skin is responding, so if you're putting Latisse on and you have a response, your body's just doing what it's supposed to. It's letting you know, Hey, there's a foreign object that's affecting me. Um, and that can cause light, you know, like light irritation or Mm -hmm. redness. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's starting to react to something, that's when there's the problem. There's the allergic reaction or infections, and so. I think it's kind of like a glass half full and half empty, isn't it? Like, right. oh, I'm getting a response. That's a positive. Right. Um, if I get a reaction, that's a negative. Yep, right? I'm Responding gonna go. to a drug is good. A reaction to a drug is bad. Correct. So. Yes. So I've seen a huge emphasis on eyelash extensions now. What's really happening, Renee, when somebody gets eyelash extensions? What's the procedure all about? So when you're first getting your lash extensions, you're going to go in for something called your full set. Um, And this is going to be applying a new full set of lashes to your natural lashes. And you're going to want to meet with a professional lash artist to do this. And they're going to want to set up a consultation. Um, During the, during this consultation, a discussion about your, the eye shape and the shape that you're wanting to achieve for your lashes. Um, You're going to, going to want to talk about the volume of your lashes and then the diameters of them. So there's different lengths and shapes and stuff that all goes into that. Um, but Does a person sh- have to know that or is that why you need somebody that's well-trained to help you pick what would be best for you? I No, you don't have to be trained at all to go in. I there, I used to work at a lash studio and they used to, people would come in and be like, I'm, I've never heard of these. What is it? Or yeah, right. how do you do this? And so you don't necessarily even have like a, uh, and a, like a consultation is like a separate yeah, appointment. Yeah, you sure. can go in. It's just right before your appointment. But no, you don't have to know. But you don't have to go in knowing this is exactly what I want. Oh, no. I have to pick. You'll work with your consultant right. or lash expert to to choose that. So there's Correct. some thought and and training for the lash expert right. as to advising somebody on this, right? Right. And that's going to be like, what are your? how do your eyelids naturally rest? And what shape is your eye? And are you wanting them to look bigger or smaller? Because depending on where they place certain lashes and lengths or dimensions is going to either make a certain part of your eye look bigger or smaller, or you can do certain, um, they have like natural and volume sets, or you can do a cat eye, or there's different shapes that hmm. will affect the way that you, that people see you. And, um, are, and are, what are these eyelashes made of? So typically they can be either silk they can be mink or a lot of the lash extensions are going to be a lightweight synthetic material. Um, 
And with lash extensions, they're applied individually um, on each lash, and they're applied with a a specific kind of tweezer. And your lash artist is going to separate every single lash that you have um, and apply an extension to it. It's not something where you can do, like, with a, a strip, false lash right and apply falsies that they used right. to be called right like yes falsy eyelashes so yeah. with the strips those are going to go over your whole eye whereas mm-hmm. the extensions are individual if you only have three natural eyelashes mm-hmm. and you go to get extensions you're still leaving with three eyelashes okay okay so you have to you can you can build and make it more there's more volume to your mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. um but it's not necessarily something that you can really add to so you add one eyelash per eyelash Correct. you don't add necessarily three or four eyelashes to one eyelash right what would be the problem with that is it just so, not possible or is it weight it's weight so uh-huh. those are going to be your clusters um fans and clusters are different so a fan is how you get that dramatic lash so there's essentially three lashes added but the the base of it is one okay so um that's how you're going to add the, the extra volume. So that's your fan. Mm-hmm. Where clusters, a lot of times, are a bunch of lashes clustered together, making them super heavy. Okay. And depending on how those are applied, a lot of times you can make them too close to your eyelid, and that's going to cause a lot of irritation and pulling and tugging. Or you can do the clusters, and they're just way too heavy for your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, there's your lashes, lash extensions, should be about the same diameter as your natural lash. Otherwise, that weight is going to get really heavy, and it can cause, like, breakage and, um, you know, just fallout of those lashes. But So are some people's eyelashes, or is it their eyelid that tends to be stronger and can hold eyelash extensions better, do you find? Um, I don't know or if do- it's necessarily. I think there's a lot of things that can go into like the duration mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So your lashes are going to last about two to three weeks. But how we were talking earlier about how there's a, a natural lash cycle, just like mm-hmm. your hair ha- falls out and grows in, your lashes are going to do the same thing. But it also is determined by what your lifestyle is like. So if you're working out all the time, if you're sitting in hot tubs, getting facials regularly, that steam and the sweat and all of that is going to break down the bonding and the glue. Okay. Um, and so that can cause like the fallout sooner than somebody who is not necessarily as active in those things. Um, and then- We've treated patients before that have had complications right after the procedure, like, oh, I think I got something in my eye, like the glue, if you will. Um, some of those products in the past were formaldehyde-based, but now I don't think they tend to use as much formaldehyde-based glue anymore. Is right. that right? Yeah. There's, I know when personally when I've gone, because mm-hmm. you're laying there, especially for a full set, you're probably there for two or so hours. Wow. Um, so it's a longer appointment, but I definitely think it's worth it. But they, your eyes are, when you go in, they tape your bottom lashes down so that you're not getting, they're not stuck to your top lashes and making it impossible to open your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good thing. So that, <laughs> yeah. yes, you want to be able to use your eyes. Yes. Um, so with that, there's like, again, personally, I've, I've opened my eyes after it. My eyes are red, but it's because mm-hmm. there's product. There's like the, some, of, some people will use tape. Some of them are like their specific gel pads that you can put down. Um, and then it's just somebody who's been sitting there messing with your eyelids and lashes for so long. For a that couple it's, of hours. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of inevitable no matter 
That's a response, yes, not a reaction. Correct. That's right. Right. Okay. So they're actually tweezing, if you right. will, or teasing out an individual eyelash, mm-hmm. then gluing on a silk or mink or synthetic light synthetic eyelash onto that one, right? In Correct. a certain length, a certain thickness. And women may all understand this, but coming from a guy's standpoint, I don't know. I just yeah. see lots of lash places now and, and I wondered what are the differences and what are they doing? So this is really, really good conversation. Right. Not that I plan on making my eyelashes longer, Renee, but... Well, I know somebody who can if uh-huh, you need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically that's, you know, so people get that, let's say for their first time, and they say, hey, I really like my lashes, but these are going to last until my normal eyelash falls out. Right. Is that right? Yes. How do I get a refill? So you're going to want to go and get a fill about every two to three weeks. And again, that can be, it can last longer and it can last that full duration of your lash lash cycle. Um, it might even be one to two weeks. Again, it depends on if you're working out every day, if you're routinely going to a hot yoga class, or um, if you're somebody who just kind of like habitually rubs their eyes, that can cause, the, so there's a lot of things that can go into it. Um, it's maintenance and style and, or maintenance and lifestyle that mm-hmm. kind of affect that. Um, can I still wash my face? Definitely. And please keep washing your face after you get lash extensions. Okay. The only thing is that you're going to want to wait about 48 hours to get them wet because your lashes are still setting and that glue is still bonding to your lashes. And it really takes about that amount of time for it to completely set. Kind of cure, <laughs> yeah. if you will. So um, can I wash my eyelids? Or my eyelashes. Is that okay to put water, soap, if you will, on my on my eyes? Yeah, so you are going to want – water and all of that is fine. Again, mm-hmm. you're going to want to do – for your skin care and maintenance and stuff, it's going to – you want to stay away from oil-based products because that's going to break apart the glue. Okay. So once it's cured, you can – you're going to want to wash your face, but stay away from cotton materials – because like cotton rounds, cotton balls, stuff like that, because they're going to leave behind the little cotton fibers. And then you're going to be pulling those out of your lashes. Or if you can't see them, then they're going to get in your eyes and they just cause a lot of problems. Okay. So you can use, they sell like little, kind of like little wands almost where you can go and you can massage the Like product. small little rakes Essentially, for your eyelashes. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and so this way you can scrub your your products and your cleansers in um, without it being super damaging. And I know that they do sell specific cleansers for lash extensions, and um, there's different companies that have them. And a lot of times if you go to a professional lash studio, they're going to have their own version of that. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially like a foaming wash, and you apply it to your eyes, and you use, like I said, a little – it's almost like a flat Q-tip kind of. Mm-hmm. And they you, it allows you to get in to the deep places and make sure that everything is – all cleared out and clean. So okay. There's no buildup. All right. So uh, one of the things that we treat a lot, as you may be aware of, is we we treat a lot of gland or oil gland, meibomian gland, as well as um, eyelash debris. We call those meibomianitis, or we call this blepharitis. Mm-hmm. can come from many different causes. Some people, it's just body chemistry. They just tend to have an oilier complexion, oilier skin, and the oil glands tend to be plugged. This is really common with people that have rosacea of the face. They may have rosacea of the eyelids also. In older patients, and even in some younger, the blepharitis is actually due 
to a little bit of a critter that's on the eyelashes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The friends that you don't want around. You don't want those friends, but they <laughs> but they love oil, and yes. they're called demodex. Mm-hmm. And demodex is a little bit of a mite that just tends to be very, very small, grows. I know it sounds gross, but it's in the base of the eyelash. Yeah. And sometimes those will be the oily debris at the base of our eyelashes, and we have to clean those really well to get them in, in good shape, sometimes with tea tree oil, other type of of cleansers. This is a very common condition, actually, and probably almost endemic, almost always there in somebody over 70 years old, maybe even an over 60 years old. So people that would be in those categories or that have rosacea would definitely want to have their eyes checked by their eye doctor first, right, to make right. sure their their lids and lashes are suitable to add these eyelash extensions and glues and, and right. everything, because you don't want to put those onto a already damaged or compromised surface, right? Yeah, there's, and that's another point that I have is that when it comes to really anything cosmetic wise is you're going to really want to think about your lifestyle and the kind of maintenance you're willing to put into it. So if you are somebody who doesn't routinely wash your face or you fall asleep more often with makeup on than you, than you don't, that's going to be something that impacts like you said, or even rosacea or anything mm-hmm. like that, those are all things you're going to want to think about before doing that because you're going to have to slowly add things into your routine. Like, okay, well, I'm not used to washing my lashes. I let alone barely wash my face. Well, that's going to be, now you're going to have to wash your face. You're going to have to spoolie out your eyelashes. You're going to have to take care of it. So that's a big thing to think about when you're like, okay, well, what? how would these work for me? It's just, it depends on how do you work for you and what are you adding, willing to add into your time and Okay. Okay. Very, very good. So, um, what I'm what I'm learning today is this: I'm familiar with cosmetics to make lashes long and luscious. All the commercials, right? Right. I'm familiar with the older kind of false eyelashes, and maybe that's not older. Maybe a lot of people use false eyelashes now. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm certainly familiar with a lot of people using Latisse, but now I see a big, big group of people that are getting eyelash extensions. We see them in the clinic all the time. And what I understand is that we take an individual lash and it's teased out and you actually add another lash or a clump or a fan or a cluster on top of that, depending upon what you want those to look like. Right. Right. And so there's all different things. So there's, as far as how to choose like the size or the length. There's like I was talking about, there's Mm -hmm. different styles that you can choose Mm -hmm. the different diameters. There's also, when you go in, they're going to ask you what kind of curl you want. Um, And usually there's brochures or stuff that they can show you, but there's um, B, C, D and L curls. And they essentially describe the exact shape. So a C curl looks more like a C, a D has more of a D shape an L looks like an L. And so all of those are going to do different enhancing and, bring different shapes to your eyes. So that's why it's also important to pay attention to the shape. Um, but you can even do like different colors. And I see things on Instagram where they have different sparkles and glitters and things that they put in. And it's all, it's not anything that can fall into your eyes, but they're doing more creative sure. things that are. That's why it was interesting. You mentioned an a eyelash artist yes. at first, right? Yes. So there's a science to this, but there's also an artistic part. Is that right. correct? Yeah. I think because there's, and again, I think that goes even with something that we're not necessarily even talking about is like mm-hmm. Botox and fillers and stuff where sure. it takes a creative eye to be able to look at that and be like, this, well, you do this and it's going to add a little bit of pizzazz to this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. this color, you know, 
if you have blue eyes, black can be more harsh. So if you use brown, it's going to pull out more of the blue. And so there's things like that that people, I think, don't really even pay attention to where it's like sure. even colors can affect the shape of your eye and what you're wanting to bring um, attention to and what features you don't want brought to attention to. And so I think that's also why the artist part is important. Yeah, is you absolutely. want somebody creative who can look so at you. How, how do you find somebody? Are there certifications or how do you find somebody that's – how would you find somebody that you might want to try versus somebody that you say, nah, I, I don't think I want to yeah, be – Not for me. Yeah, not yeah. for you. There's so as an esthetician, I've learned in school how to do lash extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to different. There's like different cosmetologists and people who can teach you how to do it, who are licensed to be able to teach you how to do that and give you a certification. But you do have to be certified. Granted, I'm sure that there are people who go out and get things on Amazon, and you want to pay attention to that of who's in a in a professional setting mm-hmm. and there's people who are in salon suites or there are designated lash companies who have lash artists and mm-hmm. professionals in there. But Do I you look for certificates. You can, a lot yeah. of them are licensed, licensed estheticians okay. or cosmetologists. So they'll have their license or their certification on their wall. And they're supposed to have that posted anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do. You can, I mean, simple as Google or there's even like I was saying Instagram, you can go and find somebody and look at the work that they're doing and um, inquire from there. But there's, I think that's probably even the best place to go to see is this person's techniques kind of what I'm wanting, or maybe I want somebody a little more knowledgeable or they've only been doing this for a year or Mm -hmm. I want somebody who's been doing it for a year. There's a lot of different things that you can learn from somebody's social media accounts. So, okay. Okay. So, uh, maybe somebody that's much like our cataract surgeon who's done, Dr. Kroll's done about 30,000 cases. I want somebody that has done a lot of these, maybe right. not 30,000 eyelash extensions, but hey. that they've done a lot. Right. They have a lot of experience, but also that they have a good eye for it. Right. right? That, yeah. that artistic quality. And maybe they have some before and afters or something that, you know, you say, I like the way that Renee's eyes look. Um, d- you recommended this for her you must have a good feel for it. I want to go see you. Right. right. That or there's even people um, like one of our managers in our, and at cool Springs has mm-hmm. lash extensions and I'm always like, your lashes look so good. So a lot of it too is, is word of mouth. And um, sometimes your friends have them. And a lot of times you don't even realize that people have them, but you can even compliment somebody and they're like, Oh, they're lash extensions and kind of go from there. But there's a lot of people who have them and who can give recommendations on where okay. to go. So I've learned an awful lot about eyelash extension. Should I ever want to have those for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, and there's a lot more to think about than just, hey, I just want an eyelash extension. You're going to get some questions. Do your research. Find somebody that's trained. Find somebody that's experienced, somebody that has a good eye. Ideally, an esthetician who's been trained or a cosmetologist, not a cosmologist. That's a right. different profession. <laughs> um, they'd be spacey. Ar, ar. Um, anyway, um, to, to do the work. And if you have any 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 questions, by all means, talk to us at Cool Springs Eye Care. In particular, talk to Renee at Cool Springs Eye Care because she can talk in more depth about this with you. And we're glad to provide that service. So Renee, thank you very much because your expertise in this area, as well as so many other patient service areas that you're involved in right now really help us provide more than good eye care. They help us provide a great healthcare experience. So thank you very much.